Happy Sunday, everyone. It is Coach Reverend Melvina, but everyone can call me Mel. I don't usually go by titles, but some people feel like, yes, because you worked hard for it, then yes, you should, um, you know, I mean, I do have them when I end my bios and whatever, but I don't necessarily, because that's not who I am. It's just something that I have attained throughout this journey in my life. So um, <clears throat> I am technically spirit. A lot of people aren't ready for that. But at this point in my life, starting in 2022, I have been um, <clears throat> coerced, <laughs> so to say, by the universe to go ahead and walk in my journey, whatever that may be. It may attract some people. It may not. But it's okay because, um, and that's why I'm leading into this, because the title of this segment is part two. And I don't know what the first segment was, but this is a um, tag on to it. Thank you to Eric, who has listened to one of my videos about taking your power back. <clears throat> so I'm going to be um, um, tailgating on that one. That's not the word I was going to use, but I can't think of it right now. It's okay. So, and the one thing um, he tagged on, Eric said, was, um, this is something I want to, I want to reread what Eric said. No one knows who Eric is, but Eric. So, it says, um, <clears throat> now, again, this person, um, very coinky dink because I was looking for someone else on the phone and my phone list and the, their number was wrong. So this is how the conversation went. So then you'll see why I'm where I'm at now. Um, so I'm looking for someone and they asked me to, Eric sent me, send me a photo to add you to my contact information. And I'm like, like and I'm thinking it's the other person. And I'm like, of the women's circle, remember? And I said, oh, send, send, send it of me. I said, wait a minute, where are you now? I'm again thinking I'm talking to another person, thinking it's their number, but come to find out it isn't. So then the question was posed to me, is this Coach Melvie? So at this point, I'm scratching my head going, how does she forget who I am? What is going on? And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I know she's got a lot going on. But this is a little bit strange. So let me probe a little bit more and figure out what's going on. So he he asked me, is this Coach Melvy? And I said, yes, you used to work with me, honey. I said, you used to work with me, boo. I go to your aunt's crystal shop right in front of, right, in, right up from where I work. Spelling is messed up. I said, you were supposed to be my partner and assistant, remember? You just asked me for a reading. We both worked at Lebanon Rehab together. This was his response. Again, still confused. But once he explained, I was like, oh, oh, oops. I felt so, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm going, I'm giving her all these hints that it's me. What is going on with you, right? But then he's like, I'm sorry. I believe you may have dialed the wrong number or the person you're trying to reach may have lost this number two to three weeks ago. It says, this is very interesting co coincidence, though. My name is Eric, by the way. I currently reside in White House, Tennessee. Crazy, this person lives in Tennessee. Not really, because it was her number was in Tennessee. And half for almost a year. Prior to that, this person lived in Lebanon. 
for several years. Another interesting coincidence, I was on a site for renovations um, at Lebanon Rehab. Such a small world. I'm like, wow. I said, yes, that is a coincidence. Sorry to bother you. How did you know I was Coach Melvy? So that was the, you know, because the initials, I said, how he know I'm Coach Melvy? Then if I'm the wrong number. But this person, I mean, just that close and yet that far. <clears throat> so he said, reverse number search on Google. Led me to your podcast. Check it out. Rebirth, holistic healing. Very nice work coach. So I'm sitting there like, Wow. You know, this person has stumbled upon just by trying to figure out who it is that called him or text him <clears throat> that he stumbled upon my podcast. So I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Okay, I said, oh, okay, LOL. I said, yep, that's me. Thank you. He said, you're very easy to listen to, very entertaining and very knowledgeable on the subjects you discuss. Makes it very easy to keep listening. You touched on a couple of subjects I wished you would have explored a little deeper. Overall, you have a new fan. So, I'm like, a wrong number, and I get a new fan. That And they're on my podcast listening. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like totally, completely awesome. There's only one Eric that I knew. Um, and he was married. His um, husband worked for the sheriff county sheriff department so i don't know if this is the same one because this eric that i'm speaking of um that i knew um he used to teach yoga it was very cool he used to teach yoga and they had just adopted a son so i thought he's really sweet his yoga classes were very very calming and everything and i'm wondering if this is him it may not be though um okay so I said, well, thank you. I truly appreciate that. Which topics were they? I may just do another segment and just, I mean, just because you asked. He said, this is something you said that struck a chord with me because of my beliefs. You mentioned not giving your power away. That's exactly right. I couldn't agree more, but there is so much more involved in this subject, including religion, spirituality, healing, and strength. I said, you are absolutely correct. Religion is so touchy, but most don't understand how it operates. Thank you. I would definitely like to expound on this, and I appreciate your interest. Stay tuned. He said, I will. Thank you. So I said, they also said that gave me so much energy and inspiration. For that, I'm grateful. So this is why I'm doing today's segment. I did a short segment yesterday, and I'm going to do this one today and try to expound a little bit more on this. Uh, lately, I've been really touchy on how to include religion, but religion has been so twisted. And we get religion and spirituality so convoluted and, and confused that we don't realize what religion truly is. Religion is the rep. I'm going to give you the layman terms, my layman terms of it. It's something that you do repetitiously. Is that a word? I don't even know. <laughs> repetitive that um you do daily or weekly it's a routine that you do that's what religion is now whether you're doing it as meaning going to church every sunday that's a religion because you're doing it religiously you know it just it it becomes a part of who you are it becomes a part of your life it be you know it's just it's just what it is every saturday i'm going to go jogging or i'm going to go um, sit on a mountain, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's daily, weekly, every other day, weekly, 
every year religiously i'm gonna go here and have this moment or whatever that's what religion that's what the actual word religion means now spirituality can totally i'm again i'm giving you in my layman terms i'm not about to read it from a dictionary or a bible or anything because um some people just don't get it so i'm trying to break it down in a way that some can get it and it not be so spooky spiritual a lot of people use that word spooky spiritual because when you think of again because of so twisted they think of religion before they think of spirituality spirituality is basically and i'm going to give you these two definitions before i dive off into the taking your power back um spirituality is where whatever it is you believe in whether it's whether you say god whether you say jesus whether you say the universe whether you say creator or um you know any of those definitions that is spirituality is a wow it could be based on those who go to church attend a, a, a sanctuary it's where you're going to connect with the creator meaning god or whatever you want to call it um the universe um it's something where you are connecting all of us know somehow we are we are here you know this, this we know this isn't a mistake we know that we were created some kind of way somehow we got here not just through our mothers and fathers but somehow life started somewhere so we we know that there is a creator a lot of people refer to it as a man a lot of people refer to it as a spirit or a or an energy so and I'm looking at it from so many different aspects because of so many different beliefs that we have out here in the world, which is fine because I always say at the end of the day, all roads, whatever you believe, lead to one creator, whatever you call that creator, um, all roads of belief lead back to that same, that same one creator because we all came from that one creator. So spirituality is you connecting with that entity, that spirit, that person, some people look at it as, um, to guide you down the road of life, to help you make the right decisions, to help you turn the right directions, um, to hear you when you're having your most intimate moments, to um, let you know, okay, maybe this is not the road to go on. Spirituality is a way of life, of being, of walking in love, walking in humanity in a respectful manner. It is um, learning to love creation, whatever it may be, whether it's an animal, a deer, a, um, whether it's a tree outside, learning to respect creativity what has been created whatever it has been learning to respect everything um learning to find peace within um yourself learning to understand that we all are a part of each other and and in order to fully engulf the the aspect of spirituality which is love and to love yourself 
you know, you love others as you love yourself. You love the world as you love yourself. You don't just speak peace upon your life, but you speak peace upon the world and understanding also that we all operate as a collective. Whatever affects somewhere on the side of the other side of the globe also affects, you know, here in the Western world. Um, that our thoughts, all of our thoughts collectively create what we deal with in the world. So our thoughts are our future. If we're all thinking, okay, we need to, you know, that some, okay, if we're thinking that a certain culture is affected by something and this keeps happening, if that's what we're focused on so much, guess what keeps happening? If we speak um, negatively into the world as a collective, it affects the world collectively. We all deal with it. We all suffer from it. Spirituality is so vast and huge. And we don't realize that what happens. We don't realize the connection that we are all a reflection of each other, um, that we're all connected, that we all are affected by whatever happens. I don't care that um, race was created. That's not spirituality. Race was something created. Um and the funny thing about it is everyone is, okay, I'm on a tangent. I don't know why, but I'm going to get back to taking back your power. And I think this is going to lead to it. So bear with me. Wow. Um, it's so many, again, spirituality is so many of those things. And a lot of people don't know it. They don't understand it. Some people are, they feel like it's so deep until it's just too confusing and too convoluted to even try to understand. It's just too much. Okay. I don't even want to talk about it. You know, just, you know, so some people just say, I'm just going to go to Jesus. When Jesus was essentially teaching us who we truly were and who we truly are and getting back to that, what power we all have. It wasn't just Jesus saying that I have this power and all you got to do is come to me and I'll, I'll do this for you. No, Jesus was the, the um, forerunner of showing you he had to come down here and show us. What it was that the powers that be did not want us to know then and still now um, about our power, understanding who we were, the walk that Jesus walked, the things that Jesus did, the things that Jesus even said, told he told us this you shall do and even more so. And Jesus also said you are God. Ye are gods. You are gods. These are some deep, deep things. You know, this right here alone, if you actually took some people and, and then, then we have to deal with cognitive dissonance because of the, the, the um, controlling powers that have taken what was learned from Eastern cultures and whatever and whoever else, because that's a whole nother segment to get into because um, people of the, I want to say, um, I, I, I don't even want to say African-American, but, or black, because I, those words are so, have such a negative and heavy connotation to them till it's like, I don't even like saying it, but those who lived in the Southern regions, like in, uh, North, uh, Southern America or Egypt or, um, Africa, you know, in those areas, areas, you know, Creation started there with our people and da 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 da. And then, you know, 
there's still that separation because, okay, well, it came from us and, and yeah, you took this from us and we're still trying to find who we are and we're still causing, even then it's causing a separation, whether it came from there or Timbuktu, it can't, it put it like this creation started at one spot. It had to start once. It didn't just start everywhere. Creation started, even if it did start at one spot. This is where every last one of us came from. Now, because of where we live on opposite sides of the globe, wherever we live, you know, our bodies had to change and um, acclimate to the regions that we were in. Yes, some, you know, skin colors are different. Some eyes are different. Their eyes are slit or whatever. You know, they, you know, their their body structures are different. Their colors are different. Some because of where they live on the globe. But. It all started in one spot. Does that mean that these are the kings and queens over everyone? No, that just means that we're all connected from that one spot. It had to start somewhere. So if you can look at it from that perspective and say, oh, we are one and the same. Yes, we are. We're all family. We're all cousins. If you want to go that far. You know, 2500 removed or something like that. <laughs> but this is what, um, like I said, that's a whole nother tangent and I can get off on that. But going back to the spirituality piece of it, Jesus showed us the way. But we're feeling like Jesus was some, some, some have taken it to be the Jesus saying he is the way. No, he's, he's saying that. The information, the message that I'm giving you is the way to get you back to remembering who you truly are individually as a spirit. You know, he walked the path that we're all walking right now. But for some, it's taking a lot longer. Some of us taking some get it. Some don't because we never stop being a spirit. We never stop. There had to be someone to come down to come and remind us who we are. Jesus was on this earth a human. He walked his path just like all of us are doing right now. There are some of us who get it. There are some of us who don't. So taking your power back. How do you do that? Well, one is understanding you are not your mother. You are not your father. You are not your sister. You are not your brother. You came into a family and you may have some of the same genetic makeup, you know, maybe have some of the same personalities, you know, because you were with this family for a certain time. So you pick up some of the same traits and whatever and whatnot. DNAs, da, 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 da. Um, But at the same time, you're still here on individually. On an individual journey, again, to remember who you were. But why are we here on this earth? Because we're learning lessons about humanality <laughs> is that another word <laughs> i think i'm making up words but we are here to understand what it's like to live on this earth this okay so this is what this earth is this earth is truly a training ground what is it a training ground and people are, what the heck are you talking yep it's a training ground you are in training you are in school to understand human human humanity one-on-one. Some will graduate. I don't know what grade you're in doing this, but um, 
uh, yes, we are here to study what life is as humans because as a spirit, we do not feel. So we get to experience a lot of these things and people feel like taking their power back is taking back who I am as an African-American or as a um, uh, uh, Asian, as a Hispanic, as, uh, you know, indigenous. These are things that we're experiencing while here on this earth, because once we take once we unzip out of the costume that we're in. We're no longer this person. We go back to being who we are as a spirit. Spirit you can't see. Spirit you can't feel. I mean you can feel. Because you feel that that energy. We're energy beings. Spiritual beings are energy beings. They have no bodies. They have a form. They could have a form of a body. But it depends on what your power. And your mind. And your thoughts. Want that to be. To help you. To connect to that other entity. That other spiritual being. Because. Um, it, it helps you to understand those things. People feel like when they die, they're going to go to heavens. If you feel like that's what you're going to do and you believe that truth, that's what's going to be on the other side. You know, um, it's going it's to get so deep. So taking out religion, take, take religion out of it. You know, religion, we think we, when we say religion, we say Christian or Protestant or Catholic or Muslim or Buddhist or whatever you may have is so many different and those are just different sects of um, beliefs taking your power back means to understand first of all who you are and that takes a long time for some because some have been so we've been we've all been programmed We've all been programmed to believe certain things because of, again, certain powers that be, you know, if you, okay, I'm going to take it from my, my um, perspective being quote unquote listed as an African-American on the um, census. I don't pretty much, I just say I'm spirit. I don't argue because again, I know that I'm on a um, journey of understanding this earth and so now it's easy for me not to get attached that's another way to get your power back not get attached to everything you see because if you understand that you are spirit and that you're here on a training and that this is a hologram then a lot of the things that we see and a lot of things that we're um experiencing we're not getting too attached to it even death because technically you do not die you just take off the costume that you're in right now as a human and you go back to being spirit. Some people say that's too much to deal with. So too much to understand. You are watching a, a show. Think of it. I tell people, think of it as the, 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 the show. Think of, think of it as a play, The Lion King, you know, um, and, and, and look at it as, say, for instance, you're in that play. And you're one of the actors in the stage play that goes all across the globe or the world or whatever. And they do these stage plays for Lion King. And you're one of the actors. Every time you hit that stage, you put on the costume and you act that character out. And then when it's time for you to take off that costume at the end of the day, you take it off. So what do we do as humans? We're putting every time we wake up in the morning and we open our eyes, our spirit, which has been 
Okay, let me go back a little bit. So, <laughs> this can get deep, so hopefully I don't confuse some of you, but um, let me know if I do. So, again, as I said, we're spirit. Spirits don't have a body. We're in a body. We have a soul while we're here because we need to be able to feel, see, think, understand, you know, all that, all of that. But as a spirit, we put on this costume every day. Once we've taken on the assignment of becoming, uh, being born into this body of this person who we are, you know, and being born and growing up and going through all the whatever that 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 um, assignment is for that person in that body to learn. Um, we um, we get up every day. We wake up every day and we our spirit is basically Okay, so <laughs> this is so I can't believe how much how 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 intricate this is. So when the body is asleep, I see I find myself backtracking a lot. When the body is laying down, we say that we're resting. Actually, what's happening is the spirit is taking a rest from the body because the spirit is a light body. It's energy. It's light. It can zip zap and go all over the place. It can um. It can jump dimensions. It can astral plane. Our spirits, our energy bodies can do so much when we're not in these bodies. When we're in these bodies, we're basically in these bodies. So when we're asleep, well, when the body takes its rest. So I'll say actually, in actual reality, our spirit is taking a rest from the body because this body is heavy. You know, it has a lot of. It has a lot of emotion. It has a lot of things going on. The physical side of it, you know, who knows what you're dealing with individually. You may be physically um, incapacitated. You may be mentally ill. You know, it just depends on what each body has to deal with, you know, depending on what you chose to come into and experience in this life. So you you get to. Every night, if you can sleep, if the if the body can just rest and sleep, then our spirits get to take a break. Oh, God. OK, I can come out of this and, you know, take that deep breath and be like, OK, let me regroup and, 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 and do what I need to do before it's time for me to jump back in here and get back to work. It's heavy. It's like, have you ever seen one of those people putting on one of those heavy suits, those fat suits? And trying to walk around and, you know, seeing how it is to be in a fat body, you know. And then once they take that fat suit off, all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I feel so much relief. That's what our spirits go through. So, you know, and, and these bodies can only take on so much. So, wear and tear. It grows. It gets older. The bones get creakier. You know, we deal with the, the, the um, effects of living a human life. So, you know, and it gets a little bit harder and harder. The longer we're, we're here. So this is what we're dealing with. Going back to that. We're like in that stage play. We're, it's, it's not called the Lion King though. It's, it's the stage play of life. So every day we get. We, we jump into this costume. When, we, when the body opens its eyes. We jump into the costume. And we've allowed time to uh, rejuvenate. Regenerate. Decompress. You know, if we are truly decompressing, because some people don't get any sleep at night. Some people's minds do not stop. Some people are just consistently on the rat wheel, rat, rat, well, hamster wheel, 
even though the body seems to be at rest and we haven't detached from the cares of the world, which is why some of us wake up in the morning and we're just exhausted. But yet we still have to put on that costume and go. This is what we're doing every day. Now, in the stage play, eventually the play is over. You know, you have like a week's worth of plays you have to do every day, every day, every day for seven days a week. And then eventually and then you have to go to another state and you have to put that same costume on and do it again for another week or a month, depending on how long the stage play is. If it's a Lion King, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a long time. But getting back to my point, this is what we do on a daily basis. We don't get to get a month break and travel for a week and say, OK, we're going to know we're here every day. You know, some people I will say, and it sounds crazy to say this, you know, depending on who you are. Some people have been sick and have been injured or whatever, for whatever reasons they may have been put in a coma. That's another form of resting from the body. The spirit gets to kind of, you know, get a release from the body. Um, we, another thing is when we're getting a relief from the body is we're also, powering back up our spirits need to be rejuvenated our spirits need that healing time our spirits if we truly understand who we are need to okay let me shake this off and you know so I can get back in the game it's just like when a a football player gets a gets tackled you know and if he gets hit hard he gets taken off the field he may go back on the field if he's ready when it's time and that's what we do you know we take a hit we take a break you know, if, if it's time, if, if not, we don't come back on. Um, we may have to face it in a different way. We may have to put on our costume in a different way now. You know, maybe without an arm or a leg or, you know, maybe it's a little heavier. You know, maybe we can't use our arms and our legs in the costume anymore because the, the character has changed. So this is the new part <clears throat> you play in that in the play of life. So... <sighs> It's exhausting to even talk about this, but it has to be told because some people just do not understand what it is. And some people are going to reject it. Some people are going to have the cognitive dissonance mindset. They're going to be like, no, that's not true. And I'm not going to believe it. And that's acceptable. The one thing that we need to understand is to accept where everyone is in their journeys. Because eventually, whether you do it in this lifetime or not, you are going to finally come to the understanding of who you truly are who we truly are as individual beings but it's okay where you are there's no wrong and there's no right to put a wrong and a right out there means we're living in duality and that's not what spirit is spirit does not live in duality this is a human characteristic um so again to take your power back one thing is to remember who you are some people want to know some people already know and <clears throat> some people don't. It's too scary because of where, what they've already been told. And because of the indoctrination of what we've gone through in the world. <clears throat> this feels real. This looks real. Because we don't know that it's not. You know. Um, and unfortunately, quote unquote, religion has taken truth and twisted them so much because unfortunately of power they want power and control over everything when i think of it from a perspective of being uh, raised as african-american i think about how 
Um, <clears throat> this didn't happen to everyone, and that story has even twisted itself, and we're starting to learn it. But um, if you go back to thinking of the slave trade for um, people who were in Africa, um, they were brought over from Africa. Now, this is one side of the story because, like I said, we know that that's not totally the truth. We were, um, some Afri people were taken from Africa and brought over to a country um, to live new lives. And they were taken away from their own beings, their own way of living, their own spirituality, their own understanding of who the creator was and who they were. They understood a lot of things. Um, and they were given a new way to be, a new way to speak, a new way to talk, a new way to think. They were given a new way of understanding their spirituality. They were told, this is who you, who you are. This is your name, um, your new name. This is what you shall believe because we don't like what you believe. It's not that they didn't like it. They just didn't understand it or they didn't like it because they didn't understand it or they didn't want to. Uh, take it on as it was because <laughs> unbeknownst to a lot of people um, the true understanding of spirituality was taught um, in other countries um, by those who were of a you know uh, um, maybe an African Egyptian descent and they were taught to other cultures that were in other world um, other countries you know other um it just was like that. And so when they learned those things in order to get control and they took it and twisted it, rewrote it, made it their own. And this is the way they wanted it to be. So then all of a sudden you hear about the slave trades and all this stuff. So they took a, a understanding and recreated it into being something that they wanted it to be. They didn't want everyone to understand what true the true spirituality was for individuals and to know what powers they truly did have, even though they knew it and they were taught this. So they dumped, they took the religion and twisted, they twisted, I'm sorry, took the spirituality and twisted it into being something that they wanted to be. We can't tell everyone about this, about this. And it talks about the, the Bibles that were taken out, books of the Bible that were taken out. There are a lot of information in there that's true. There's a lot of information that's kind of like, Okay, um, based on an individual's understanding, put it like that. Things haven't been proved. No one, you know, but it's about, I learned this in church. Chewing the meat and spitting out the bones. And what do I mean by that? Every, again, we're back on that thing of every individual has an individual journey. You take on what information your spirit is saying. Yes, 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 yes. And then anything else that you're like, mm, I don't know about that. You don't take it on. Does that mean it's wrong? Does that mean it's right? No, it just means your spirit at that time says, mm, I don't think so. You know, you have to follow your journey as it's taking you along the way. Taking your power back. You cannot believe everything everyone tells you to believe even though that's what they told us they tells us they tell us the bible is the 100 percent only book that you should be able to you should read in order to have life and have life abundantly and and be saved and not realizing that that's not true you know there is no such thing as um 
salvation in the sense that they put it in there. Taking your power back. I took my power back when um, it was probably about 09, 010. That was starting then and I started to question things. I've always been that person to question things anyway. So I questioned everything and my questions <laughs> got me in a lot of trouble. But the one question that really started my journey was in 2011, probably 12. I think I had, I had not left, completely left the church yet, but I was on my way. And for some reason, every time they talked about tithing, it just put a bad feeling in my stomach, like a rock, just a boulder just dropped into my gut. And it was like, ugh. And so one day I was listening to something and I, I, everything in me was screaming, no, no, no. And then I'm like, in my head, like, okay, so I'm literally having a conversation in my head with spirit. Like, okay, so then what now? What? This is no, then what? And all I heard was study. Study. So I finally got online and I started looking for things. And this one book, or this, um, I think they still have it online, The Truth About Tithing. I read that thing from cover to cover and I found out some things that I did not know because I didn't really understand. And I'm like, it made me angry. Again, cognitive dissonance. You've been when you've been raised a certain way, you've been told that this is the way it's supposed to be. Anything else is wrong. And you start looking at yourself in a way that makes you feel like you're unworthy of life unless you do it this way. That you were born into sin. That you're no good unless you take this path. All of that is who would teach any type of thing to any individual that makes them feel like they're unworthy, they're unlovable, that they are evil, born evil or born, born wrong or anything negative. You know, what type of God? That's not God. That was me taking my power back. I'm like, this is all wrong, you know, because there are some things I truly wanted to do. And I wanted to abide by the, you know, the, 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 um, the way God wanted us to live our lives. But everything that was being given to me and told to me just did not fit the bill. And my spirit would not let me go. Okay. So of course I became like the black sheep of the church <laughs> or not to everyone, but you know, to those who are in leadership, I pushed back and I was told by one person that I had a pushback spirit. My son was going to be the same way. And that just something in me rose up and I found myself like, okay, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And it came to a head one day when there was a meeting I was supposed to be in. And I was like, I'm not coming. And I was told the pastor's going to be there. And I said, I don't care if the Pope was going to be there. I'm not coming. And I didn't come. And from that point forward was my journey of finding out truths and also my cognitive distance. Because when you're, 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 you're pulling away from something that you know is not giving you life truly because it's actually taking away your life and you can feel it. And, but at the same time, you're stepping out into the unknown. Um, that's truly taking your power back. That's, that was my, also my healing. That was my strength. You have to find the strength within you, no matter what, when you're doing all this, most of the times you're taking a power back because of people, family members, people from church or, and, um, uh, even our jobs. 
you know, um, again, because of indoctrination, we don't understand that. We don't even, some people don't, indoctrination is when, let me just break that down in layman terms again. Um, this is going to be a long segment, but I'm okay with it. And let me find out, am I still recording? Lord have mercy. Cause I don't see. Okay. I am. I had to make sure I was still recording. Um, this is going to be a segment. I may have to do it again. A, a, uh, another part, but hopefully I can wrap this up. But indoctrination. Indoctrination is basically when you have been given a set of a, 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 a set of instructions, a book, information that this is what you're supposed to follow. This is the only truth. This is the what you're supposed to believe or or either you're going to quote unquote go to hell or you're not worthy or and you're told certain things to make you stay under this certain umbrella of control basically what it is um and you know it's like you're being a puppet but you're being told so many things and and this is what you've been told your whole life so who's to tell you anything else because that's all that's out there you know take it for when the slaves who were brought over from another country they were given a, they were basically their whole lives that they knew was taken away from them and i'm going to give you the spiritual side of that too their ba- their lives were taken away from them and they were given a new belief a new name new thought process this is the way it's supposed to be and anything else is wrong you get punished if you don't obey us. This is why, and this is how they entangled it, or into the Bible. And the Bible says this, and if you don't listen to blah blah blah, you and if you don't do blah blah blah, you're going to hell, or you're going to suffer punishment. And da 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 da. Okay, so you have people who are from another country, another continent, have their own beliefs of the Creator, of God, of Spirit, whatever you want to call it. But yet, it's being taken away from them and they no longer are allowed to practice it, believe it. And that's what gave them peace. So now, as time goes on and generations keep coming, the next generation of kids, they're only told what they're supposed to be telling their kids based on what the slave masters have told them. So the children only know what the parents have told unless someone snuck and told them this is the truth. But this is where we're at right now. Unless there were still some children there who knew back then. But you have another generation coming in after that. So people keep having babies and slowly and surely, slowly but surely, the beliefs that were instilled in the initial people who came over from Africa are no longer there by the third generation. Because no one can talk about it. So it died with those who came over. And maybe some of the children that came over with the families. No one was allowed to have those beliefs anymore. So think of it from a spiritual standpoint. That's called indoctrination. So now we're here. How many years ago did this happen? That all the other beliefs were buried. And they're just now starting to come back to fruition. But the crazy part about this is. Everyone that lived in the East, not everyone, but most people who lived in the East still understood those things. Maybe not talked about it as much, but they had it in their spirit. It wasn't taken away from them and they still practiced it. So those of us in the Western culture, guess what? It got lost. It got truly lost. So think of it from a spiritual standpoint and 
and and how it affected us. We were spirit. We were given assignment to do something. And once we get here in this world as a human and take on this human body, we forgot who we were as a spirit, as energy beings, as who we truly are. So then all of a sudden through this life, somehow, just like in human in this world now, you have those who were Christians. I'll say were because that's true. Some people are falling away from the quote unquote religious sex or um, um, groups. I'm trying to make it politically. Well, not polit- I'm trying to say it politely, put it like that. Um, people are falling away from it. But what's happening um, is they're starting to do what I did, ask questions. That was me starting to take my power back. Okay, well, wait a minute. In the back of our, somehow our energy, our spirits are starting to wake up and be like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I can't say anything to these people in this church because, you know, they were angry. If you even look like you want to go to the left, they were going to just, just, ah, and if you don't belong to the church, then you're going to hell. And if you don't belong to somebody's church, then you're going, you're going to be lost and you need a leader to guide you. Not realizing that Jesus said it in the Bible. The same things that I did, you shall do so. And um, he said, when I leave, my spirit is still here. My spirit is still here guiding you through this. So you didn't need a leader, quote unquote, or a pastor, a bishop, archbishop, whatever you want to call them, to tell you what you needed to do because your spirit was still residing. It's a connection. And we don't understand that either. So this is what's happening in the, in the human standpoint. We're, we're, we're coming back to ourselves and asking questions. And then all of a sudden we're getting information slowly but surely that was hidden from us for so long. And people are like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to start researching as to why. So now all this information is coming out from everywhere and everyone's trying to figure out, okay, what is the truth then? Because everyone says this is the truth. Everyone says that is the truth. Everyone says this, that, and the other. So one thing we're forgetting to learn is to go within. Because the ultimate truth for you on your individual journey for this time and this body that you're in right now is for you. What does that mean? Does that mean that because what I believe right now is, is wrong or what someone else believes right now is wrong? No, it just it just means that the choice that you made to come into this body and, under, and, and have this experience in this body is the one you're going to be experiencing. There's nothing wrong with it. It means it, it's either going to, you're going to have the experience. Okay, this person, I know what they're going to live. I know how they're going to live. I know what it's going to be like. I know, um, you know, I know it, what I'm going into. Now, once I cross over and I'm born into that, I'm not going to remember that I was spirit. But eventually, somewhere down the line, as I'm experiencing this human journey, I'm going to. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But then if you don't remember completely and there are some understandings and some lessons you have to learn or I don't even want to call it lessons, some experiences that you didn't quite understand at the time, then you're going to come back into another body. But it's not like you're being punished. It's a choice again. Oh, you know what? I could have done that differently. We could have done that differently if that other person transitioned over to back to spirit again. Because once we once this body 
is no longer usable. We transition back in the spirit and we review. That's when they say you're going to look at the book of life. That's not the yeah, book of the life that you lived in that on that journey to tell you, OK, well, you know, oh, now I understand that I could have done that differently. OK, then you decide to come back as a spirit. You don't have a feeling. You're just experiencing it when you're here on the earth. Oh, wow. OK, that's what happens when you do that. OK, well, now I want to experience it on the other end. I want to experience what it feels like to not do that or to do that or to be that person to understand their what they went through. So you bring come back and you repeat something else in another life to understand it. Then you come back again from to spirit and you review that life and you compare it to the other. life. OK, well, yeah, OK, I get that now. Eventually. Sometimes you get all those experiences and those, those lessons in one lifetime because you've fully decided this is not what I want to repeat anymore. I want to get it all. Some people ignore it. Some people aren't ready. You know, but getting your power back means being open and willing to understand what you've been through in the physical. Looking at the pain, looking at the hurt, looking at it all, finding out what your triggers are, finding out what truly hurts you. Finding out why certain things keep happening in your life in a negative connotation. Finding out um, where your power does lie. How much control of your life you do have. You know, um, finding out that this life is truly a hologram. Just like on Star Trek. When they wanted to live a certain life. And that's another way you can look at it from a spiritual standpoint. You know, um, you have those people on a holiday. They're actually in space. So you could kind of like use that as a, uh, an example. They're in space. You could kind of say, okay, these are people in space. Even though they're on a, on a spaceship and, you know, um, Spock and them are on there and whoever else, the Klingon and da, 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 da. But let's just say that they're spirit beings. And they're out here and they they say, okay, this is what I want to experience right now. So they go on the holodeck, they type in the program and then open the door. And then they, all of a sudden they open the doors. It's a whole nother world out there. You're trying to figure out how the heck did I get here? Because at any moment they can stop the program if they choose to. Just like here in human life. Anytime you want to stop this program and you decide you don't want to live it anymore. Guess what? Your thoughts and your words give you exactly what you want. People don't understand that the minute you think something or start feeling in it and paying attention to it, that's what you bring. That's where your power lies in your thoughts and your feelings. And in, collectively, if we're all thinking the same thing about a certain thing, guess what happens? It just keeps happening. That brings me back to what I said in the beginning. If I'm thinking a certain thing and someone else is thinking the same thing, and this is how it happens. It happens like. Social media is big on this. The news is big on this. Music is huge on this. All of these things that I just mentioned are the things that trigger us, that um, subliminal messages, you know, um, movies, TV shows, all of these things that we're plugging into our spirit, into our psyche that cause us to think certain things, cause us to have certain nightmares, cause us to react to certain things that, we, you know, have us to live in fear we don't realize that these are the things that are controlling us. And if we just decide to shut all of that down, 
not saying, okay, this is what I learned from Michael Mardad. He said that it's a hologram. Respect the hologram. And I'm paraphrasing, I believe. But don't get attached to the hologram. Remember that it's just a hologram. It's a part of the journey that you're on. If you can look at the situation and not get so to yes, it hurts. It's human. It's 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 part of your human um, psyche to feel because that's you can't if you can't feel on this earth. I mean, come on. You know, um, that's a part of the journey. But if you truly understand and remember that you're not human and this is not real and that you're on a holodeck. Then. You can go through the program and be like, okay, I understand the experience. This was a, you know, either it was a good experience. It was a hurting, hurtful, hurtful experience. It was painful experience, but you understand it was an experience and you get to learn something from it. That's why we're here. And once we understand that, that is the beginning of getting your power, taking your power back. That includes understanding what religion is. What spirituality is. And this is also how you heal. From past life traumas. Because you can go back and look at those situations. That caused you to be who you are today. If it's not someone you truly want to be. That causes situations to continually happen in your life. And you can look at those situations. Some people aren't good at doing that right now. They, it's too painful because they let that pain body. Control what they're, what they're what's going on. And it controls your life. It controls your journey. And you cannot come out of it until you're ready. Once you make that decision to face those situations and ask that question, that why question, that big why question. And I've had to do that. Um, I had to face my triggers. I had to understand some things. It was not good. Once I started asking those questions, you know, my first the beginning of my healing was at church. Then all of a sudden I started just trying to. Understand certain things were told us that was evil. Why is that evil? Why is this evil? Why is this wrong? Why is this wrong? You're going to go to hell. You gonna, Stop saying that. You know, that was just me. I just in my head, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm that I, I could not. That was not enough for me. And again, like I said, it got me in trouble, but I found out who I was. I found out the truth because I finally prayed and I said, I need to know the truth. God, I don't care how painful it is. I do not care what you got to do, but I need to know the truth. And heaven opened up. I found out truths that I was not ready for. It shook my core. I became angry with the church. But eventually I was able, after so many years, I think that was what, I want to say 10 years now. You know, I'm finally able to look at all different beliefs and be like, okay, what can, what seeds, positive seeds can I get out of that? And understand the connection to each of it and see where I stand right now. And be like, okay, that makes sense the way they say it because I understand it from a spiritual standpoint. There goes the healing. And that's how you find your strength. And sometimes it's not easy because we all are still walking in a human form. Human form is not perfect. Spirit is perfect. Our spirit body, perfect because it, it can't. It, you know, it, it doesn't do the things that the human body does. It doesn't go through the things that the human body goes through. It's just a spirit. Um, but our human body, sometimes our, our ego takes over or whatever. Our emotions take over and it causes us to make decisions that we probably shouldn't make. But sometimes, but the thing about it is coming down to strength. When we can finally 
see the patterns, understand the patterns. And when we see it coming again, we can go, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I understand. Mm -mm, nope. I see what this is. I understand it. And I know if I go down this path, this is going to happen again. This has the potential happening. again. so before I make that decision, I remember and I adjust accordingly. Taking your strength back. Not only that, healing from it. Because when you heal from situations that happened in your past as a child, as a, uh, a young adult, as a teenager, uh, you know, whatever. When you're taking your healing back, you're actually looking at those situations and you're forgiving. You're forgiving those people who have harmed you, harmed other family members, you know, or taken someone from you. Not only do you forgive, but you forget. Those are the two hardest lessons in life because we hold people accountable but the thing about it is again it's fake so what are you supposed to get out of it that's what you're supposed to understand why is it triggering me why is it making me mad why does it mean so much to me as a human knowing eventually i'm gonna leave this body and it's not gonna mean anything this is a lot to take on even my son, like, Mom, you went too deep. <laughs> but my thing is, when I got hungry for the information, I got hungry. I did not stop. I wanted to understand it all. I want, and I'm still digging and learning because when you, one thing I understand, I, another person said, when you get to the point where you feel like you know it all, that's when you really don't know anything. We are here on this earth strictly to learn. To understand, to gain knowledge about the human experience. And once you think you understand this, you don't understand. And you think you got it. And you think the minute you stay, they put it like this. When you start spitting out of your mouth, I know, I know, I know. You really don't. You, you don't. Because we learn so much, but we want to learn so much about the human experience. Okay, this is where the Africans came from, or this is where the Hispanics came from. And this war started this. And yeah, these people came from here. And they came from the Caucasus Mountains. And we're the, da, 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 da. okay, yeah, but guess what? That's just here on this earth. That does not go with you. That's just here on this earth. It's not going anywhere. So once you separate from this costume that you're in, you leave all of that here. It doesn't go up, you know, it doesn't go with you when you when you transition back to spirit, when you ascend back up into the heavenlies, you know, and you're with the rest of the um, energy beings up there and you get to share your experiences. Or some people, when they when they leave and they transition, depending on how tragic their situation is, they may have to go through a healing process there, a decompression process, because that was it could have been so tragic till they're not ready to. OK, wait. They're kind of stuck and it happens, but that's a, that's, that's again, that's another <laughs> subject. So I'm hoping I helped you understand a little bit more about taking your power back and understanding some things. I'm going to get back into talking about cognitive behavioral, um, dissonance. Um, I am a cognitive behavioral therapist. Um, I really just say cognitive, I, I actually, um, bring it about calling it a, um, cognitive holistic. I call myself a cognitive holistic specialist, basically. Um, I'm a metaphysical, um, minister, holistic, um, Reiki, 
um, <laughs> practitioner. Um, I do coaching and life coaching and counseling. So, and yes, I do do. I, um, I also read tarot and meditation therapy. There's a lot of things that I do dabble in. Um, and I'm glad I took the time out to learn and understand what they 